0: Did I did I tell you about this guy? Oh, oh no, no. I last weekend I met a dude. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of ha- hang out in the sauna.
1: Hey, welcome to episode 80 of Friend Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. What's up? How's it going, guys? It's going well. Yep. Good.
2: <laughs> Great. That's all we got time for now.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as usual, we, we start by talking about what we've been playing. I've been playing lots of mobile games. Um, I've actually just started playing uh, the Elder Scrolls card game. Ooh. on my phone um, i mean, i'm enjoying that mm. so far we
3: got a we got an email from a listener yes about a car game that yes. i just saw today even though it was sent probably two weeks ago uh, oh <laughs> that uh you i think might need to do some homework on
1: yeah uh prismata i want to yeah it sounds, sounds interesting i hadn't heard of it before but I'll, i'm gonna uh give that
3: a whirl. um is it a mobile game uh, i don't know no it's a steam game
0: oh nick will never play it mm.
3: <laughs> yeah it looks early i, I think it I, I clicked on it i think it said early access as well oh so there's another mark Literally. against it for nick
1: yeah well i mean to be fair how many early access games have stayed in early access lots lots and lots and lots
3: mm, i think arc yeah. is released in fact
1: i'm playing one on mobile which i played i think i started playing this maybe like a year ago
3: yeah and it's and, still in early access, um, and it's still technically in early access. I went through that phase of downloading tons of early access games, and now I'm really like cautious about them. What? Right? What, so what I, burned you? Uh, just all of them. They all burned me. <laughs> yeah. Just all of them. Just all, it's like <laughs> it's lots of little burns, ones. just over and over. It's yeah. like you light a little match, and one burn doesn't hurt, but like a whole box of them. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, thousand needles effect. Yeah, right? yeah. I got a thousand needled by all these. These games, yeah, but um, yeah. So I've got some on my wish list, and that uh, that Viking town management one called like Northgard, I think, mm-hmm. is now out at early access, which is great. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. Did you start playing it? No, I haven't. Okay, I've been uh, playing other things. So has it it's... has it been reviewed and stuff? Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's like quite positive. Cool.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, so yes, yesterday we revealed the next league for Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. incursion yeah
3: oh yeah do you, do you want to talk about what we did on it uh sure what yeah, do you do now we're still doing stuff what 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 <laughs> NPC did you what what new popular NPC did you create <laughs>
1: um I didn't create this new popular NPC but um we we do have Alva Alva Vali is a new NPC I helped um sort of tidy up the script and stuff for that um and I was there for the, for the audio recording oh yeah um so I helped with the directing a little bit that was cool oh cool <clears throat>
3: what was and, that like? Uh, we just like have fun with it. <laughs> just make it your own. You know? Just Play around with it a little bit. Have um, you have you ever watched a uh, Toast of London? Yes. Yeah. There's that scene where he's uh, where he's doing some voice acting, and the the only word oh, is no. Yes. Was it yes? I can't remember. Yes, it's yes. yes. And they just like just have fun with it. Just give it. and he just yells <laughs> yes, yes, yes over and over for like like five minutes.
1: Yeah, that's big.
3: And they still don't look satisfied don't with anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when
1: doesn't it turn out they weren't recording or anything or something? I think they.
2: that's
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, a good show. Yeah, um, and he's holding the script, and they're just like, "Look, just just lose the script. We don't need this. <laughs> it's just one word." Um, Highly
1: recommend Toast of London. Yeah, that's starring Matthew Berry, which I think has probably my favorite voice in all of yeah. all of acting. Yeah. Um, just so weird and deep and rich. Um, so yeah, did, uh, helped out with that a little bit. We're still working on stuff, so I don't, I, we can't talk about any like super specific details, but, Mm. um, just like time travel mechanics and, uh, trying to make a story, uh, around time travel is real hard.
3: So I think it's good that it's based in a building.
1: Yep. Yeah, it keeps right. it very, very much isolated. Yeah,
3: like uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's good because then you can see your, your, uh, the things you change. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's great. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Good. Yeah. Um, well, I, you, now,
0: have you guys had
1: much involvement in incursion?
0: I, I did some minor things, not, nothing too crazy. Oh, yeah. What did you do? Uh, there are some altars that I oversaw. Mm. Um, which uh, is... yes but i yeah there was a whole bunch of art stuff that i saw but i'm i'm working on some top secret shit Mm. Ooh, yeah you're on you're on the black projects
2: yeah
0: (laughs) black ops yeah the black ops
1: projects uh oh that's right path of exile black ops is the next yeah right yeah um i did uh yeah i did have a look at at a lot of those altars they're cool looking good assets
0: Mm. They, they are cool and um the effects guy at at work was sending around gifts, and um, man, there are some cool. Have, have you seen the ultra effect?
1: The transitioning, yeah, yeah, thing. and yeah, it's yeah, kind
0: yeah. of like fuzzy TV sort of thing, just kind of swiping back and forth. Yeah. Oh wow, I haven't seen that. Awesome, I I, I love that effect. Pretty cool.
1: Uh, uh, one thing that I, I I was quite amused by in the during early during development, we had this character Alpha. Uh, and we're testing stuff and um, a lot of NPCs have greetings. Like uh, when you approach them in the world, they'll say things Um, like Sana says, still saying exile. Hmm. Um, And uh, so I put some like temporary text in there, which it was, I put it in just so we had something. And I, I, I was like, Oh, I'll make a little joke. And so I had her say, um, let's make history. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, you go back in the past and yep. literally make history, um, and I thought that was funny. And it has filtered into almost every element of wow. like <laughs> it's in the trailer. It's multiple times in her script, <laughs> which I didn't write. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I just love that you can. That's great you, that you, you just drop did a little something, thing in there and, yeah. and and it and it percolates out.
3: But you didn't even think about it. You just like this will be a funny placeholder thing. Yeah. And now it's it's per, it's everywhere. And now it's like her main <laughs> catchphrase, yeah, yeah, the catchphrase of the whole, like, thing of the league, yeah, of, of the league. Yeah, it's the last line in the trailer. Um,
1: oh man. Uh, on, as a related note, um, we've also announced that Beast Jerry is not gonna be part of the core game, which means Einhar is vanishing from, uh... from Ray class and. People are very upset about that, which makes
3: me very happy. There was suggestions. <laughs> we, we can talk about suggestions that people have sent in that were like, oh, you should do like a Jurassic Park style oh, yeah. ruined like beastery that, yeah, that you to, find.
1: Yeah, people were like asking for a unique map where yeah. Einhar is, is I, in the ruined.
3: I think that's a cool idea. I don't know if anyone would ever do it, but I think Yeah, you'd cool. no, have to look at the logistics and mm. all that. But
0: Would um, that be the first time content's been pulled out or discontinued?
1: Not really i mean it's it's. Uh, i think we said that you know we we might bring it back in some form or whatever like mm-hmm. you know we have like legacy leagues and those sorts of things like the flashback races and also or sort of these things where mechanics can just be brought back temporarily mm-hmm. um and so it seems unlikely to me that it's gone forever in all forms mm-hmm. but um uh like talisman was more or less pulled out uh uh tempest was more or less pulled out uh war bands was more or less pulled out right uh, but they all sort of came back to varying degrees through other mechanics mm-hmm. so um yeah it's not the first time we've said the the league isn't making it to the core game um, without bigs like modifications or whatever, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so yeah that's uh, what, what have you guys been playing? You been hey, playing? Blake, um, Blake,
0: did you work on anything cool? I, I think. You oh know. yeah, oh,
3: yeah. Right. I, I worked on the um, the entrance to the temple. I worked on that. Mm. Um,
1: I saw in the trailer that we had a uh, for for early cuts. It was just a big blue block.
3: Yeah. Did you make that big blue block? I made that. That was beautiful. That's still in. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's, that's permanent, right? Yep, that's it. <laughs> untextured. Yep. Real oh, it's
1: texture. It's got a blue texture. Oh, right. It's <laughs> got Sorry. a highlight of blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, that en- that entrance looks fantastic. Yeah,
3: I, I made that entrance. Um, I did the. I don't know how much about mechanics we can talk, but there's uh, these like doors slash walls that uh, you interact with. Yeah, in the past. Have seen it in the trailer. There's yeah, um, yeah. You,
1: uh, you you pick up some objects to open doors.
3: Yeah. So I made the thing that you. Uh, well, that you affect. Yeah. And becomes like. It's a big spinny wheel. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, neat. That, that's kind of the main thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's going to be out in like. I'm trying to uh, think what else I did, but like, I've been working a lot, and I can't remember I can't think of anything <laughs> I've been doing. <laughs> we're
1: we're about three weeks away from that yeah. being out as of recording right now. Um, so that's exciting, mm. but there's still a fair bit to do. Um, yeah. So you you guys have been playing games. I know Severn You've been playing God of War, right?
0: I finished the main story.
1: Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I
0: uh, yeah, it's it's, it's good.
1: <laughs> uh, if is it now your favorite game? No. Is it better than GTA V? In what way? Uh, Just as a enjoyment. as a game.
0: Uh, uh, no.
1: Okay. What? What did? How? In In what I, way? I hate
0: how like whenever I talk about games, it
1: always affects your Theft daughter. Well, that's your favorite game, right? <laughs> is it not your favorite game? It
0: it's yeah. Yeah it is. But oh. for like a lot of technical reasons rather than uh gameplay and story reasons. Sure. See what I mean? Uh
1: you like it from purely a technical achievement standpoint. Or not not purely from that, but that's that is the reason that it is your favorite game.
0: Yeah. A lot of those reasons. Yeah. Um God of War yeah, it's it's fine. It is cool to hear like other people's story. I was rushing through it because I was like I didn't wanna have things spoiled for me in that game. Oh wow. Mm. That's sort of yep. why I was pushing through it. And um yeah, I played through it. It's it's cool. Well, what's amazing about it is no one's really spoiled any of that. So I don't wanna play into this and say something that maybe may reveal something right. like that ending. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Um at some point, probably next podcast, you're gonna lend me
0: Oh, yep. Yep, we'll do that. For,
1: and I will talk about how much worse it is than Zelda. Cool. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, um, I'm, I'm ready to be uh, proven wrong about Zelda being the best game ever made. But uh, we'll see what happens. Why is Zelda so good? Oh, my goodness. No oh, man. Like, um, so
0: good. Because for, when you get hit with that question, is it like looking at the sun? You've just got so much you want to kind of talk about. A little you, bit. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about what's bad in that game. How about that? Is it easier to say what's bad it, because it it's just it does so is, many things good? Yeah, <laughs> it's, I think it, it actually is. Um, not enough Korok seeds. <laughs> what is? Shut up, Blake. That's the number <laughs> one bad me, thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, the the voice acting in English is awful. Uh-huh. It is truly abysmal, mm-hmm. and even the writing in those cutscenes is not very good. Mm-hmm. But the writing outside of that is fantastic. So it's weird that there's just these like what few moments,
3: what writing outside is there?
1: Uh, every NPC you can talk to,
3: oh, every description okay. on every item. I was thinking like, like story wise, like you just sort of run around.
1: Yeah, you do run around, but like every, there's like a bunch of towns with dozens and dozens oh, of right. NPCs, all of which have like cool character quirks, and um, there's this great running gag I've I've talked about before oh, that, that, is. that Link is super sexy. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> like, you mostly get this from women, but there's, like, the occasional guy who thinks Link is sexy, and that's, like, it's just, like, really
0: funny. Yeah. I've, um, um, so I remember I actually went back because um, I'd like to talk about Red Dead at some point. Yeah. Um, but I went back and listened to one of your criticisms to Grand Theft Auto, and it was that you didn't like traversing to, from one place to another. You uh-huh. didn't like the traveling. So now Zelda's doing open world. How yeah, do they, how do they deal with that? And do you enjoy going
1: I, from A to B?
3: I do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's so funny because there's it's, no traffic in Zelda, right? Is that what's <laughs> up? I think that's it.
1: But yeah, if the police chased you every time you did something wrong in Zelda, I would probably not enjoy it so much. But uh, no, the real reason is okay. Uh, Zelda has quick travel, mm. which I think is very important for an open world game at this point, uh, especially one so packed with interesting things to do. Mm. Um, uh. But on top of that because there's so many things interesting things to do when you don't quick travel it never really feels like you're wasting time whereas when you're playing Grand Theft Auto uh there are very few things to do outside of points of interest mm. like if you're all of your quest things are on the map and um there's like some procedurally generated like you know guy steals someone's handbag or whatever and you can chase him down mm. but it's shoot all shoot him shoot him in the back right it's all it's all quite basic and um uh and it, it's random uh whereas this like hand constructed series of of hidden Korok seeds and puzzles and like little offering shrines and like trees with certain fruits that you should be like I didn't even know that was a thing until like, you thought like, it was t- a bug I didn't think it was a bug well, I thought you, I thought it was just lazy
3: yeah. world building <laughs> you thought it was a mistake <laughs> just right. like these threes, these three trees in a row are identical Ugh, these blade devs just like didn't even bother to... Yeah, it's
1: so interesting, because I think your perspective as a 3D artist helped you
3: realize... Yeah, that probably, because was... I was like, these all look the same. There's a reason for them being yes, here. Yes, And I
1: was like, these all look the same. That's, oh, well. Must be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's just so much to do. And uh, and when I, you do want to go
0: to... I say that same thing. Like These are my arguments for what Grand Theft Auto does well as well. Like, sure, it. Uh, but like, say?
1: if if you if you want to get to a quest in Grand Theft Auto, you have to drive to that quest. Uh, No, no, no. You can't quick. Well, how do you quick travel?
0: That you can cycle with your characters in the last one.
1: Sure, I understand that. But you're, there's no guarantee your character is going to be near the thing you want to do.
0: Hmm. Uh, you can quick travel. How? You go into a cab. Ugh. Like awesome. you set a marker. Yeah. Where you want to
2: go? Dude, then... it's Im-
3: it's immersive. <laughs>
0: But so it's... you have to
1: hail down a cab. You yeah. have to make sure you don't accidentally steal the cab, which is... <laughs> yeah, I think it's like... But then you can work as a
3: cab driver
1: and get some extra money. You know how I go to a place in Zelda? Oh, I just press a button, mm. and it brings up the menu, and I just click on the thing I want to go to. And if, if there's somewhere I haven't visited and I want to unlock it, there's, like, all these towers. The towers are so good. The gliding makes
3: that, like, navigation so easy. Mm. Um, yeah, that gliding in Zelda, like, I got so used to that that when I went back to play Horizon... I was just I just I feel like I should be able to jump off this cliff and just glide yeah. down but
1: yeah it's, it it really becomes like because they give you so many ways to get around in the world mm-hmm. getting around in the world is a pleasure it's not a hassle mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to it's just so so free to to explore yeah um if I want to get on top of a building in GTA I it you know have to like find a plane helicopter? or yeah it's, yeah it's but like,
0: sometimes you can find a building with like a uh Little thing you stand on and then you can walk to the top of it. Sure. Yeah. You could
1: you could find a occasional building in GTA that you can climb on top of. In Zelda, I can climb anything. Mm.
3: (laughs) But so good. I mean that doesn't fit into the GTA world. Like you don't just I you can't seriously say that you would want to walk up to a building and just start climbing it like Spider Man in GTA. Um, Have you
1: played Crackdown?
3: In GTA. uh, You're not a superhero in GTA.
1: but like I agree, yes, and does it doesn't make sense in GTA? Yeah. But that that is that contributes to it being a hassle to get around the world. Um, their commitment to immersiveness is great, um, although you know a little bit inconsistent. But I mean, like for example, the cops just you you go inside a, a garage and they're just like, oh, where did he go?
0: Well, why do you hate why do you hate the uh, the cops in GTA? why do you hate?
1: Authority? I don't. <laughs> it it is uh. <laughs> Why do I hate authority? Uh, uh, it's it's just uh, an unnecessary obstacle. It's just for a, exploration.
0: Another game mechanic,
1: right? But mm-hmm. it's a game mechanic that gets in the way of what I want to be doing in an open world game. Only
0: if you're an asshole about it. Like if you happen to kill a guy, like murder a guy while driving to
1: or a place, or if you nudge the wrong car, or if you like, there's a there's a. You're saying
3: I think you're saying that. Their police system needs to be a little more like lenient. Well, lenient and maybe like have more variations where instead of like the cops for nudging a car, the cops coming at you and just gunning you down, they get out of their car, write you a ticket, (laughs) like look at your license, like yeah, actually, you you know what? You
1: know what? If if it was a case of like you nudge a car and um, there was like a button you could press that was like um, pay your ticket, yeah pay your fine or whatever yeah, or and don't. It just and then it just and then you could your just money. let
3: the fines like build up. Yeah. And then you get slapped like you get a knock on the door one day and there's a lawyer there being you you need to be in court cuz you got 500 like tickets. It
1: actually <laughs> sounds way more interesting to me. That does sound cool. Yeah, I actually really like that idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, and I I get like it's fun. I like playing GTA, but here's the thing, whenever I play a GTA game, I never finish the story and it's because it becomes tiresome to actually do the content for
0: mm. me. I think a lot of people just don't like the theme. Also,
1: um, I liked the theme in in the most recent one. I actually really enjoyed the writing. I mm. thought that the the character performances were fantastic. Whenever I see the guy who played um, uh, Trevor, Trevor, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, crazy guy, yeah, yep. Whenever I, he has been on like uh Broad City and Steve. a few other shows. Really? I don't think Steve I've Steve Og, I think. I don't his think, his think I've yeah. seen yeah. him in real life. Um, he's he plays a bunch of different. He's always playing a creepy character. Yeah. Um. He's he was in Walking Dead. Um, huh. Okay. Uh. And and he's like I I always see him whenever I see him on these things was like he was so good in GTA like it was it was such a standout performance. Um. So it's not like I hate that game. Uh. It's just that like it's tiresome for me. Mm.
3: What difficulty level were you playing on?
0: It doesn't uh, have difficulty levels. Oh, it doesn't? In Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> it yeah. doesn't have them. No.
3: Oh, okay. Because I was just thinking, like... Because God of War was Yeah, because God of War, <laughs> I had to turn it down. Holy shit. Mm. Um, yeah, because I was just thinking, when I was playing it, the the one thing that bugged me was having to repeat missions over and over, and what started off as being, like, real cinematic and awesome just got repetitive. Yeah. And I was thinking, just thinking, like, oh, maybe I should just play again and turn it down to, like, the easiest thing so you know I don't have to repeat is, stuff. You um,
0: know what's rough Because I played through the early missions quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> But they they start you off, and I I think Conan his uh weird stupid gamer segment or whatever. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they start you off with this one mission where you have to like fetch your your stupid kid from the back of this truck, and you've got to kind of. Tail oh this yes, thing, yes. And yes. that is very hard for people to do. Like my brother yeah. had difficulty doing. It's that. It's because and
1: that's, it's it's really poorly signaled. That particular quest is very poorly signaled. It doesn't really.
0: Not only that, you you have like, there is like. They have weird rubber banding where, like, you're going really fast, okay, and then the the truck speeds up. Yeah. But then you're, you're, like, in this weird zone of, like, it's trying to predict where you'll be, but it, and, and you're changing your mind as well. You're adjusting. Right. On the fly. Yeah. I, so the speeds never really match up. They kind of give you this huge uh, target to hit, but because the speeds so inconsistent, it's hard for you to... That, that. I, I struggled with that
1: mission the first time I played it. Mm.
0: Um, and so, yeah, I
1: absolutely see why people struggle. With yeah,
0: that. it sucks for, like, an early mission. Like, yes. you have to be, pretty onto it (laughs) and there's
1: uh, that's often been the case with um with gta games there's often it's there are these weird difficulty spikes or at least frustration spikes Mm. where there is a story mission that uh is so far off the difficulty curve compared to whatever led up to it Mm. that you just get stuck and it's not you've got this big open world to Mm. explore and sometimes there's like areas that are locked behind these missions um that you know you just I don't know, it's just a bummer when you hit those missions. That's you're... the
3: trouble with the open world game anyway, right? Like, you're to, to to progress, you're expected to do this, like, main story thing. Yeah. And then if you get into a roadblock, you're like, well, I guess I'll do some other stuff. But then it kind of breaks the flow of the actual, like, main story. Yeah, and yeah. not progress. <laughs> yeah, and not progress.
1: <laughs> this comes back to Zelda. You mm. Within the first hour, you get every single tool you need to do anything in the game. Yeah.
3: It's so great. Yeah, you can... I really like oh man Zelda. <laughs> I really like how you can just fight the, ma- the 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 end boss right off the bat. Yeah, you can you... just go straight to the yeah. end, do, and you'll, you'll do get people
1: do that. Yeah, speedrunners. There's there's videos of people who like grab sticks and then go and fight Ganon. You know,
0: <laughs> that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's really good. You, I think you know what? Uh, if you think Severn should play Zelda, <laughs> email us <laughs> mm. front seat at gmail gmail.com. Um, I really really would like. To hear what you think once you've played that game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is just a, such a delight to play, in my opinion.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that Red Dead trailer. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, Blake hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. How did, huh?
1: how did you manage to get Severn to not make you... You <laughs> just never came well, over to me. Tell me how me. you do that. <laughs> just never come over to me. Just glare at him when he walks by. and goes, oh.
3: <laughs> Um but like
0: I knew Blake was expecting me to go over. So I just, Yeah, that's like... <laughs> the thing. I was expecting
3: and then I kept hearing other people were like, Oh man, Severn came and showed me this. Someone came <laughs> and showed me this. And I was like, he hasn't showed yep. me. This is strange. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, Blake, you're not on that list anymore. No, it's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um but like do you want to talk about like what you're hoping to see out of Red Dead? Like Well they actually talked about it a little bit. Oh yeah? Uh,
0: yeah. And it sounds pretty epic.
3: Like um, Red Dead is actually a game I'm really excited
0: to play So the second one sounds insane um, They've talked a little bit About the game So it's you know it will have a single player mm-hmm. it, ha- it has an online multiplayer That they haven't talked about But they're teasing it's pretty crazy They've put a lot of work into that as well
3: because their GTA Online has really, like, evolved, right? It's yeah. like it a, became a big, big thing a big now. focus for development, right? And yeah,
0: it's what afforded them to yeah. pretty much put off this game and just keep working well, on it's just, it. It's cool
3: <laughs> because i always got the feeling that it just started off as, like, a side thing and be like, oh, yeah, there's the online stuff.
0: Yeah, I think it actually was the reason that Leslie Benzine guy left. Oh, Radio yeah. Huh. Um, because there were talks about it. Anyway, the, the Red Dead thing is, like, Uh, there was an IGN article as well as a Telegraph article, and they both saw uh, 45-minute demos of Red Dead. Okay. And it looks like you have a base camp. You guys live outside of towns. Uh, There are role-playing game elements in it. uh, Oh, yep. Where, like, you've got to upkeep this camp. Oh,
1: right. Um, Huh. That's that's cool. I hope it's not frustrating. I hope so, too. Because there are games... um, Animal Crossing for example <laughs> where the upkeep becomes laborious I
3: thought the upkeep was the game
1: Yeah well I mean here's when with a game like Animal Crossing it's fine to pull out your weeds every day if you play every day mm-hmm. uh, you know there's like five or whatever that grow in the entire town it's yep. a piece of cake but when you leave it for like a few weeks yep. and then everything's overgrown and everyone's grumpy and it's yep. just
0: like I don't want to do any of this So so you play as this character the dude with the blue shirt uh, Arthur Morgan, who is Dutch's right hand man, so I don't think you have to do these tasks unless unless you choose to do them. Okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but also it, it the the way you engage some of the characters in your camp uh, seems more dynamic, where uh, your actual controls will dictate how you respond to them. So yep. a guy will say, "Hey man, our supplies are running low, like food," and you can. I'm I'm sure it will bring up like intimidate or some mm-hmm. oh, like, right. something like yeah, that, yeah. but you can just walk away from him. And yep. that's also a oh, response. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. that, that's kind of cool. I really, really like that. I like the idea of like not having to walk over to a thing and mm. press X yep. on it, you know, yep. when clearly that's the only thing you can do. So why am I just doing it anyway? Mm. Um, so I like that you can, it sounds like you can engage in conversations and things like that. Um, there, there is an animal pecking order. It sounds like, and, uh, from this demo, it seems like they went out sh- hunting a deer and he wounded it. So, he wounded the deer and it hopped away. Yep. But you could track the deer and then it died, I don't know, 50 meters away. Yep. Um, if you were to leave it, uh, it would start rotting and attracting mm. other animals That's to cool. the area. Um, also, if you leave it in the sun, it will rot. <laughs> And stuff like that? Yeah. So it sounds really epic.
1: Yeah, that, if that's all true, that's, that's,
0: that's great. Um, there were other things also. They've, they've even done it to where uh, with your right trigger, it actually, uh, the sensitivity, the pressures within uh, from not pressing it to fully pressing it yeah, are registered in the gun and how you handle oh. the gun. Which me like, they were talking about how you can intimidate people with a gun. So walking around a town with your gun not holstered. Yep. Puts people on it like uneasy. I like that, mm. yeah. Uh, but that, also you can it sounds like you can hold your gun up to a person and actually cock it and threaten them. Like whoa. so th- yep. that kind of degree with, with the trigger.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, really no <laughs> you wanna
1: be careful trigger, with that.
3: that the, the, <laughs> the um the hammer, right, is a real like yeah. classic Western like Oh yeah, Click. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, mm. So you can threaten people on that kind of level, which sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I mean there there
1: there are games I don't remember which, but there are games where whether your weapon is holstered or not will completely change the way. Is This Skyrim, I think maybe even does that.
3: Uh, a lot of a lot of RPGs do that. Like I think yeah. The Witcher. I don't know if it, uh, if The Witcher actually really changes stuff, but people definitely like if you take out your sword, people start going whoa whoa yeah around.
0: <laughs> That's cool. And they they have things of like you're you have a reputation if you go into a town, and you're a thief or a murderer. Yeah, you know, they will acknowledge you that oh, way.
3: Dude, this sounds. Dude, you win me over. Like
0: the the single player sounds ridiculous, and it was yeah. just a 45 minute demo, and they were just talking about how. Uh, the nature is ruthless at nighttime, so you like you want to kind of be at base camp with yep. you guys and just hang out. And when you're there, you'll hear stories about Dutch and like there's a lot of dialogue and like world uh, building. Well, who who is
3: this Dutch person?
1: Yeah, I was wondering that too.
0: So um, you guys never played the first Red Dead, but um, it never came to PC. What's What's funny is um, man, it's 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 kind of cool because John Marston's a dude, the protagonist Mm -hmm. in the first Red Dead, and um, in that Red Dead, he's kind of he's a snitch basically and you're a snitch and you're trying to catch these old guys you used to roll with yeah in this gang oh right so this red dead 2 takes part uh takes place 12 years before red dead 1 and john marston is one of those guys in the gang oh okay so that's cool you as arthur morgan yeah see john marston Uh, coming so you're not playing as john marston you're not you're not playing as john Marston.
3: can you kill him and be like you look, like if, you look like a snitch. You look like a future if, snitch to me. <laughs> and then your copy of Red Dead 1 just vanishes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you saw the trailer, yeah, yeah, there are some things there. They, they do some <laughs> cuts, and and you're kind of left thinking, like, what, what's happening here? Yep. Oh, that's cool. So we'll have to watch it after this.
3: Yep. Was Red Dead the first one set kind of like at, at the sort of end of the Western era? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and this is, uh, if you watch the trailer, Blake, yeah, um, They'll put some text on the screen which says like you know at this point in time cowboys that that whole thing they were becoming a thing of myth,
3: yeah, and they start talking about that yep. how like cowboys that way of living just was yeah. getting phased out, yeah, that way of living like didn't last very long, it was mm. like less than a hundred years, yeah, i mean it it like was fifty basically, years or something like that it's it's hardly any time, yeah,
1: I mean, the reason for that is because they were literally it was. Migration to uninhabited areas, quote unquote Mm. uninhabited. I mean, really, there were Native Americans there the whole time. But, um, (laughs) yeah, uh, of of Westerners moving west Mm. to to the west coast, like California. And, and like back then, you know, it takes six months to cross the U.S. Yeah. And so there were these towns that would slowly spring up across the country, usually just like, I don't want to keep going. (laughs) I'm just going to make a home here on the edge Um, of
3: the. lawless. Yeah, literally yeah. on the
1: frontier of of, of western civilization. Yeah. And so they would and you know, the, because there are native americans there and you're moving into their lands, they are there to, you know, try and kill you. Yep. Um, I
3: ain't happy about it.
1: And and there's no law there because there's no civ- like sort of civilization there. Yeah. There's no no one's there to, to make sure everything's running
0: smoothly. And yeah. so Yeah, so it really was lawless.
1: Yeah, it was it was a lawless area. Um, and it was often, like, scummy people who went out that way because, you know, they couldn't make it work in a mm. big city like New Amsterdam.
3: People that are escaping the law as well probably yeah. headed out there.
0: Yep. They also talked about this one mechanic of um, if you lose your hat. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that happens in Mario. If you happen to lose your hat, you you may not. Like you, you become overheated, like just
3: out. Oh in, right! In, I thought you were going to say the, something like you lose your social status. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, <but laughs> people,
1: people laugh at you, and because I I, I, I remember, <laughs> I
3: remember on um, Back to the Future Part Three when he first shows up in the West, mm. they make a big deal about him not having a hat. Mm. Like what? You're out. You, you got no hat.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst Back to the Future.
3: I. I Let's not talk about I, that. I like... <laughs> I like I like I like all Back to the Future's for different reasons, Mm-mm, but that is the worst one. Um, yeah, probably. But <laughs> yeah, I think the worst. The, no, I think the worst thing in Back to the Future is just the the weird, the pretty much no connection between like one and two. What do you mean? How ma- how the Doc oh, shows three? up at the end and he's like, no, at the, at the end of the first one where the Doc shows up and he's like Marty. It's your kids. You got to do something about your kids. Yeah. And then you get to the second one, and it's like he could have just talked to Marty at that time about his <laughs> kids. Like, I don't know why he needed to go and get teenage Marty yeah. to deal with teenage Marty's kids. Like it doesn't make any sense. Shh. <laughs> oh yeah. Because right. and then that's that's <laughs> all that is is to just set up them being the in biggest, the future to yeah. get the almanac and all that, and then have all that happen. Sure.
1: So this okay. is now a Back to the Future podcast. Yeah. Um,
3: don't, don't make me talk about Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> I really like those movies, but I'll happily point out their problems. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that trailer
1: look, looked good. Uh, Severn came over to my desk and pointed to shadows for a while.
0: I showed Blake the same image. Yep. And, um, Blake, do you want to comment on it? you want to give some authentic Blake reaction? It looks cool. <laughs> you heard here first. What <laughs> bummed me out was I, I asked Nick what he thought of this one screenshot and he said it looked like far cry five and i was like you... i didn't say it looked like
1: far cry five i said um those are cool <laughs> shadows but i i wonder if other games have done it what's like on the what what's on the technical brink right now far cry five i don't know usually crisis is i can like bring, the bring techn-
0: the, I, can, I can bring up the logs <laughs> But please do. Because you that's, would be that's, surprised. That's pretty much <laughs> came out. But um at, and and at that moment I had to walk over to the next desk and be like you... He was so
1: upset with me. He was like, You're not allowed to comment on graphics ever again. Yeah, I to which I said You're your... not allowed to comment on gameplay. And I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I'm removing your
0: artistic comment privileges.
1: That's <laughs> fine i don't even care anymore
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um all right <clears throat> let's talk about what i did last night oh because we well we want we we, brought, we briefly talked about this before the podcast you thought i should talk about it on the podcast oh yeah
3: so what well, you did last night yeah talk yeah.
1: about it um it's currently the 48 hour film festival you know is that what it's called i don't know competition Forty hour film uh, copy.
0: V-, yep. v was hosting it when I was doing it. Yeah,
1: they're still a sponsor; they're okay, just cool. not the name sponsor anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it global? I don't think so. I think it's New Zealand specific.
0: Oh, okay. You're thinking like global game? Yeah, jam.
1: I'm
3: thinking of global game jam.
1: Um, so they give you a bunch of things that you have to put in your film, um, and everyone gets different things. Uh, it might just be, or at least maybe the the genre changes. Yeah. But um, so our genre was the movie that takes place over ten years. Okay. And we had to put in um a door slamming, uh, a puddle. Wow. And a silhouette or shadow. Ooh. Um, and so uh I spent several hours last night with my group brainstorming the story. Do you wanna hear what the story was? Yeah, go for okay. it. So it starts off, kids this is like this kid's in his, door his, in his room, he's on his computer, it's like it's like 13 years ago we used the number 13 cuz it's unlucky. Hmm. Um and he's going through his emails and he comes across uh one of those chain emails. Um one of those like send this email to 15 other people or bloody Mary will come and murder you. Yeah. And did you um,
3: did you write uh The Ring? I did write The Ring. yes.
1: <laughs> um, no. Did you uh, just rewrite The Ring? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so he re- he finds this email, and he deletes it. Um, last night, I wrote the email. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. It's cool. Um, uh, and then 13 years later, he's you know, in, living in a nice mansion, and uh, uh, someone knocks on his door, and it's a woman named Mary. <laughs> and she's there to kill him because he didn't forward the email, and she's very bureaucratic about it. Oh, wow. And, like, she's got cool. forms. And he's yeah. like, okay, so you didn't didn't send it to anybody, so um, I'll have to uh, tear out your eyes with a fork and eat your face, and, <laughs> and uh, hang you by cool. your intestines, so for all your neighbors to see. Um, and she he freaks out and slams the door, and then she like instantaneously she appears behind him because he's she's supernatural. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I just need to make sure that your identity is correct. So, so if you can just you know answer your uh, your your secret email questions. Who is your what was your mother's maiden name? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and. Uh, uh, he runs through the house and hides in the bathroom, and she's in the mirror, of course, and is just talking to him through the mirror, and Mm. tries to call the police, and her she takes his phone through the mirror, Mm. and uh, once she establishes his identity, uh, uh, she's uh, she you know takes off all the boxes on her form and is gonna kill him, and he slips over in a puddle and dies. Oh wow! (laughs) Before. (laughs) She gets a chance to, and she turns the next page. And she sighs and yeah. turns the next page, and there's an incident report form for her to fill out. in the credits. For I like that. That's yeah. cool. So that's that was the premise of the film, and uh, we we stayed up last night writing the script, and it was uh, it was interesting. It's fun being given these restraints, yep. um, and I haven't really worked on a film script or a movie script ever before, really, not for one that's going to be made yeah. anyway.
3: I think I think we um, when George was on, we got onto the subject of like restraints. Like mm. helping you create, mm-hmm. like, like yes. helping you. be I more had a creative.
0: similar conversation with Nick uh, the other day. Yeah, writing for uh
1: for Path incursion. of Exile. Yeah, yeah, in fact, um, for Incursion. Mm. Um, oftentimes, I mean, it, there is a, a a gradient to how much restraint can help. Mm. Um, a few restraints can help you a ton because it gives you th- things to work around. Yeah, as in, like, you you've got these things and you build your story around them. Mm. Um, but then. Uh, when you've got a lot of restraints, it can make writing very yeah. difficult because yeah. oftentimes you will come up with things and you cannot make all of these restraints work together. They conflict. Like, well, well you know, we has t- how can we have this character uh, stand outside in the rain and also, um, you know, have this hurricane make sense or whatever? Mm. It's just like, I don't know. It's a terrible example, but yeah. you, you, there <laughs> are... Um, there's, there always, there comes a point where there are too many restraints to make something good.
2: Mm.
3: Like when, uh, you heard uh, the Kevin Smith story about the Superman movie that never happened—the giant mechanical spider. Yep, the giant mechanical spider, and this yep. guy just kept having like he needs a polar bear fight, he needs uh, a giant, needs to fight a giant spider at some point, like all these yeah. things, and then he he ended up not that like, movie not ended up not being made but then like a year or two later Wild 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 West West came out which this guy had been a producer on and there was a giant mechanical mechanical spider spider (laughs) that they they made it work in some way because it was a giant mechanical spider so steampunk spider yeah but still that's a restraint that they shouldn't have needed (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that's
1: a really particularly weird one and obviously is this dude's preference yeah
3: was
0: but also what wasn't that bad guy all about machines and stuff
3: yeah, yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, um, so it, I mean, I don't, cool. I don't know what the writing process was for Wild Wild West. It's entirely possible that the script didn't have a villain who was all about machines, mm. and the producer was very vehemently like you needed that that mechanical spider in that movie because they'd the rewrite
2: fiercest
3: it. Fiercest animal, from the uh, <laughs> fiercest insect. <laughs>
1: uh, spiders in New Zealand are so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's. Uh, do you often find? Do you, you guys? Work with restraints very much. I mean,
0: yeah, yep, it's called texture resolution. Yeah, I was gonna say, and uh, and polygon count.
1: Yeah, you, you, you especially suffer and have have to keep a very keen (laughs) awareness of like the technical restraints of of working in Path of Exile. Yeah, yeah. Um, does that, um, do you often come to concept artists or uh, anybody like with like the we cannot make this work under the current system?
0: uh not not really um there's a lot of uh things that video games just haven't overcome, like what uh such as stretchy armor <laughs> ah yes, stretchy armor is just a given uh intersecting geometry is just common as well yeah, we of course wanna reduce that. we don't wanna have the biggest elbow uh, shoulder pads on on guys yeah right um but yeah, a lot of these things are. Just video game things. It's mm. just how rigging works and how geometry works, you know. Um, and there isn't a good way to get it to work without a lot of work. And, um, yeah, we just don't have that luxury. A lot of other video games sort of don't really care about it, Like, um, w- which is another reason why God of War is such a cool thing to see because mm. you kind of know what the best guys are doing uh, in that field, in 3D, with 3D art, with yeah. much higher budgets than we have um <clears throat> so within that yeah we just try to try to make things look good with the tools we have it's yeah. it's really that simple fair enough i mean like it's... the concept artist that, that's a whole other thing you know if you want to talk about like the style guide of path of exile that's a whole other thing right
1: it's interesting stretchy armor is um something that i hadn't really even considered mm. um until working on Path of Exile and hearing artists discussing it.
0: that Does not make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, I mean, uh, there's a level of, like, I think there's a, a degree of acceptance from a player's standpoint. You know you're playing a game. You know that, you know, the character isn't wearing real armor. Um, it's not a real person. The flesh isn't going to, like, move realistically. Mm. Um, and so you sort of, I think, uh, accept that, like, that armor is just, like, more or less a retexture of their back or whatever it is, yeah. and and so um, that movement doesn't stand out as odd. But then, as the technology improves and these games have like you know physics based armor and all these mm-hmm. sorts of things that make the movement seem much more realistic, mm-hmm. you look back at these other games um, and it, it's weird. Um, I was watching a Donkey video of him playing, I think it was Enter the Matrix. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which was... I think that came out, like, early 2000s. mm mm-hmm. um, And I'd, I... Maybe he was playing, like, a hacked version of it, but it was, you know, it just
3: looked odd, awful. Um, that's probably the game. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's probably it.
1: But I remember when that came out, it was popular, and it was, like, well-reviewed.
3: Yeah. yeah, but... Like... And... That is just the nature of video games, yes, yeah,
1: like pong was popular, but but, <laughs> yeah. it, but it like I was looking at like the combat, there was some physics in there, but the physics yep. was like terrible, hmm. um yeah, but, but i I back then, back then any sort of physics was probably really impressive, yeah. um, and so it's interesting that, like what can be a technical innovation at one point can be a complete like ruin. Ruiner for like game ruiner for, mm. it, dude. It Ten happens, years later, it
0: happens with everything. The um, you know, like I, I talk about my TV. <laughs> uh-huh, <boy>. <laughs> just just <laughs> going back with TVs is uh-huh. different. God, you love your TV. It's so cool. What's <laughs> um, about it? But, <laughs> What's the <your> serial number again? <laughs> um, but video games for sure because it's always one upping itself constantly. Yep. Mm. So,
3: and uh, it's so fast too. It's like if you look at a game from. Well, early early two thousands, not yeah. even really that long ago. Mm.
1: Star Fox is a good example. Like the the Super Nintendo Star Fox looks terrible. It's I mean, like it's, the first three D. It was mm. one, yeah, one of the very first ones, yeah. and and it would you know it, there's I don't even know if there are textures. It's just like flat surfaces. Yeah, and uh, you can sort of make out that like Andross is meant to be a face, <laughs> and um, you know, and then you look at Star Fox sixty four, and that game actually still looks pretty good.
3: Mm. Um, well, dude, even um. Mario sixty four, uh, I remember seeing that not too long ago and being like, I, I could have sw- like there were so many like billboards that always face the camera, yeah. like the trees and yeah, stuff. Tree, and yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, I got have sworn those were fully three D trees. <laughs> like Mario looks all like chunky and like <laughs> like you can see his like faceted like polygons I, yeah. was like, I could have sworn he was like smooth and like completely <laughs> that's like that, perfect that
1: anti-aliasing yeah, on a shitty yeah. tv that's what that does it
3: just it's just like yeah you know like one you know like single plane like textures and, yeah and and they polygon use, stuff and you're just like, I i could have sworn all this was pure all 3d back in the day but i mean they,
1: they honestly they'd use 2d to a really good yeah, effect in yeah. that world um all the bombs are like just 2d circles and all the trees are 2d yeah um there are tons and tons of things that are just 2D, and and mm-hmm. as you rotate the camera, you can tell. Yeah,
3: but at, when I was a kid, I just it's didn't
1: even a technical marvel yeah. back then.
3: I remember as a kid, one of the biggest, like I still remember starting up Mario 64 for the first time and just being like, like awestruck mm-hmm. at it, and just running around that whole like. Do you remember stretching out his face? Yes. on that on that mini yeah. screen and going,
2: How is this possible? <laughs> yeah.
0: And now Where I look at that and crap? go, Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Nick, this is this is why Rockstar is so awesome. <laughs> like, I hate I hate bringing it back to them, but like when you look at it from these technical standpoints, yeah, uh, animation is ridiculous. Like, they they are the leaders of like physics based animation systems. Mm-hmm. N- there are I I can't think of a second place. Like mm. you know, like the that
3: don't don't those Frostbite guys always talk about it with their FIFA games and stuff? And they're just like, oh, we've got like you know he'll trip <laughs> over realistically
0: and stuff and then you see their heads get lodged in another player and they,
3: they, yeah, they you know, know like he, soccer, like <laughs> soccer. Like there there
0: are hilarious bugs that come out of that too yeah. um but yeah like uh, i think fifa games are probably uh, pretty high up on the physics based animation yeah. ufc games are really good for that oh, because yeah, of yeah. like grapples and stuff yeah. uh, I, but again funny bugs that yeah, yeah. so they've got really cool stuff
3: you've seen um this is old now but there was a there was some ufc game that oh, a, a youtube video of it where uh, it was all these like bugs mm. happening, but it had a commentary track yep. by by this guy as if they were like a real thing, and they're just like, oh, he's going in, <laughs> ah. he's going in for the mummy oh, stance, and that. his hands are just like straight out, like jiggling, vibrating. That yep.
0: that's so cool. Um, but but you know that that's really cool, and that's like the future of that, that's where animation will be going, like a physics based thing. People will. Uh, do you remember playing Uncharted games, and he'd walk past a wall and kind of put his arm out and then just touch it. Yeah. I think mean, Tomb Raider could... game oh, doing, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, that yeah. kind yeah. of thing too. Uh-huh. It's cool because...
1: I mean, uh, the uh, Assassin's Creed does that in particular. When you walk past people, he puts his arms on... Oh, yeah. Touches people's shoulders, which is just like... That's it's, weird. It's, yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's cool like the first time you yeah. see it, but when he keeps touching
0: people, it's like... Well,
1: isn't he's he trying to, to clear, clear a path, is, isn't, isn't he? No. No, he's just touching people. He's just <laughs> touching people's shoulders. It's real weird. How do you get through large groups of people. Yeah, You, oh, don't, no, touch, yeah, actually, yeah, you don't, don't just, everyone. like,
3: grow people's shoulders or something? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense now. Just yeah, lightly yeah. touch people's shoulders as you come back?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, just, like, make them go, ooh. Just be like, oh, did <laughs> something <somebody laughs> just touch me? It'll shiver it's so light, I couldn't yeah. tell.
3: <laughs> 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 but I
0: like that kind of stuff, the, mm. the technical things. Um,
1: I remember um, with uh, the original Xbox, there was a game, I think it got canceled, but it was, like, this pirate game, and they were, like, a procedurally generated path make finding or whatever it was. And it was, it was like, they showed off this demo of him walking across these thin, like stone poles, mm-hmm. basically. Oh yeah. And he's, he's like finding his foot's falling on these like different varied levels. Yeah. And it looked cool back then. I should take another look. Oh,
2: that it that, that it. is cool.
0: And, and I, dude, I love seeing that kind of stuff. Mm. What you, what you see a lot of games doing is, um, like God of War does it, is, um, your character will just go on to run animations, walk animations, whatever. Yeah. And, as you stop, their feet will ad- then adjust to the levels of the ground. Like mm. it's it's at that moment when you stop moving, right. and like people get away with it, people don't care about it. But if if you're if you're me, mm. you do care about it. Mm. And they do things where um, you know they'll uh, put a foot in the mud decal when you when you're walking through mud uh-huh. to to kind of create that illusion of footprints. Right. Um. But it's bad because you can. Now you can use it as a reference point for where your foot is meant to be and then you're actually just turning oh, around in a yeah, circle yeah. and you're like, mm. my foot's not even yeah. close. So no one people uh, don't
3: look that close. Uh, it's, it's 4K, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> he can't help but see.
0: Yeah, it's Zelda's 55 climbing, inches. <laughs> yeah.
1: Zelda's climbing animation is quite good. Um, you climb up in these weird angles and he'll put his arms mm. on adjacent rocks and stuff.
0: That is cool. Yeah, I, I like that dynamic thing. Like his, you're presented with a different like path to navigate through and he adjusts appropriately. Yeah, which is nice.
1: It's not perfect certainly. Well, but, his um,
3: climbing animation is such a sort of general climbing animation that he, that it's fine on almost any surface, I think. Yeah. Like, you He's know, you would be climbing up a rock <laughs> and it's exactly <laughs> the same animation as if you're climbing up stones.
1: Yes, um though when you see like when you get into those like weird kind of acute angles where he's like sticking his arms between and and moving his legs in different positions Mm. it's quite um uh you don't it doesn't stand out as weird i guess is what Mm. i'm saying i
0: saw a um a breath of the wild screenshot this Mm -hmm. morning where um link is just standing on the edge of this cliff it's it's quite a it's quite a steep cliff (laughs) yeah standing on it and his ankles are just doing something
3: really messed up (laughs) and I'll, i'll show you it afterwards
1: i'm sure it's perfectly natural
3: best game ever Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I remember. And I, I remember there was a, a time maybe like five, oh, no maybe not even five years ago. Not not that long ago, but like I'd play several games, BioWare games mm-hmm. that that have these weird like, because um, they they had this like thing where their feet would adjust to the height of the of the um the ground. The ground. So if you're standing on a step, they'd they'd be standing on a step like that. But occasionally you get into these weird bugs where one foot thinks that it's not on the ground <laughs> and would just like fall through the ground for a bit and then catch itself and then and then they'd stand up and <laughs> then fall through the ground again yeah well, i had and one
0: <laughs> i had one in god of war when i went to see um, yeah one of the one of the dwarves so he like these dwarves are they forge armor and stuff yeah so they've got this desk that you stand over yeah and you look at and talk to the dwarf and i happen to get this one screenshot where kratos has his left foot just up on this table, and his right foot is just on the ground. <laughs> he's just mad, he, He's, just, he's just mad. He's just mad peacocking.
1: Like, yeah. over so, the desk. it's a, it's a stance of dominance. He's really showing who's in control of the conversation. Yeah, it's, it's very. Oh powerful. man, that's actually real bad because they're dwarfs, so they're like yeah, real they're at like, that height. Boy, like, oh, oh, boy. oh yeah. no, no, We're getting a good view there. Um All right, let's. We we haven't answered questions in a super long time. This is a question. We have, at least I have put off answering for ages Yeah, because it's quite, okay, let's just go into it. Let's dive into it. All right. Mm -hmm. This is from Morgan at 10 Rocket. I think this was emailed months and months and months and months months ago. They
3: probably started their podcast. Oh, I'm sure. It's probably Um, got more
2: listeners than us. (laughs) Oh, probably. We we should ask them. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's part of why we haven't answered it is because, you know, we're not a big podcast. We're not. Hugely successful. But the question is we're launching a podcast and I welcome any advice you have. Our company builds web and mobile apps for startups and entrepreneurs, but I find that many of them have unrealistic expectations about what it takes to start and sustain a thriving business. We're starting a business podcast to provide clarity, expertise, and direction to those who are preparing to begin, working through the slog, or trying to get things back on course. Are there any tools that you use that we should explore? Do you have any advice as we get started with the podcast? And if you could recommend one thing, what would it be? So let's start with why we haven't answered this <laughs> question before. We're not big. We're not, like, we're not hugely popular. <laughs> we're not We're not successful. Um, we've got some listeners. But we do it for the love. We, yeah, love. and we've been doing it for a little while. <laughs> mm. um, and we've found, and I think, you know, I, I think it's fair to say we've improved. Um, so let's talk about the early days where we had echoing yeah. and bad audio yeah. and uh you know like what what let's talk about that process blake
3: um all right well i i remember when we first started we were just using uh what is it all Aud- yeah audacity audacity right mm, and we yeah. had three mics usb mics plugged into one computer all recording onto one track yeah and what we found out over the years is that us that for some reason these usb mics uh have a tendency to get out of sync with each other yeah as the recording goes on so you'll you'll listen to it you'll you'll record for like a few minutes and you will listen to it and it'll seem fine but then after an hour each one has gone a little bit out of sync and it just causes like massive massive echoing yeah um and we basically couldn't figure out why uh for ages um and we started then recording separate tracks into um yeah what do we use for audition audition, adobe audition uh and because they're on separate tracks, uh, when I do the editing, I can move the tracks to be in sync again.
1: Yeah, you stretch and, and
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I started off just moving them, and then I'd be like listening for when they get out of sync, and then cutting it, yeah. and then like shifting it a little bit more, and then I just found out like you could just stretch the whole thing, and that fixed up everything completely. <laughs> <laughs> so I I remember specific specifically with the the first Eric podcast, I seriously spent probably like four hours editing oh man because it was like it, everything was out of sync so much and i had to make so many like little cuts and like sh- like shifting like the the tracks around and yeah and it, it even even when i was all done it wasn't perfect and i was just like it's uh, just so burnt out on it yeah uh, and then yeah then when i found out that you could just stretch it it's uh it's basically made editing sometimes less than an hour most, wow. of the, most of the editing now is like trying to find the intro and outro. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And um, all, also something that we've very recently yes. realized is clapping mm. at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast and at the end because they get out of sync I can sync them up with the, the clap at the beginning and then I can stretch them so that they're synced up with the clap at the end. Yeah. And when I do that I almost never then they pretty much never go out of sync. Yeah. it's I, I mean
1: these are little tricks that yeah. I mean this is you, know, you ask anybody in the film industry they do this on every production forever. Mm. They do exactly this. They slate at the start. Um, and that's because audio and video were used to be um, recorded separately. Um, and so someone literally ha- had to and still has to sync the audio to the video. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it makes sense now to clap at the start and the end, but it took yeah. us
3: literally like two yeah. and a half years to figure that yeah, out. Yeah. Well, the, the clap at the, because <laughs> I'd seen other podcasts and they do the clap. And I'm like, why are you doing that? And now I know. (laughs) Um We also
0: like had the uh uh it wasn't much of a conscious thing, but we kinda went into USB mics uh because they were cheaper. Yeah, they're cheaper. They're just cheaper. And they don't require a soundboard and we didn't know going into it that this was a problem. Mm. And uh I'm not I'm not sure if we were to do it again to get like good equipment.
3: I I don't know because like we record in my apartment. Mm. If we get a soundboard I'm t- that like that is just turning my coffee table into a soundboard, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you can perhaps, get quite small ones. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I, I but um, I, I think that we might not have this sync issue, but I think we'd probably find other problems. Probably. I mean, you know, it's certainly added complexity. Mm, yeah. If um, if we if we did, uh, I don't know. If we went like, uh, Idle Thumbs have their own. They've they're, they've gotten so big now that they've got their own like little studio that they mm-hmm. rent. If we ever ever got into that sort of thing, then I think we'd 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 spend a little more money on the soundboard and, yeah. and like better mics and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But these They're... these mics are great. And we've got like these weird rags over them <laughs> <laughs> as like makeshift pop filters. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. That that was good stuff. Yeah. Um, but we I, I remember early on someone was teasing that we could use the Auckland University studio. Do you remember that? That's
3: right. Oh who was that? I think it was like
0: someone at a game developer meetup. Mm. I
3: actually I th- I think it might have been and uh we leanne were... that because she knew huh. someone over there i think it might have been her yep
0: i remember that being an option and i was like there's no reason to invest and if, if, if we can yeah, use the yeah. studio yeah so there was that and then that for... fell th-
3: that fell through mm-hmm. yeah um yeah because they only wanted it for people who were associated with auckland uni that was the thing at the end like they have this this space that anyone can use but you have to be associated right. with auckland uni mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we don't we don't make any money off of this podcast. In fact, it costs money
1: to do. Yeah, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, Blake has already spent
3: significant amounts of money on microphones and stands. Yep, and, and his
0: own personal time editing. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. This is this I've
3: thrown money on microphones that we've not used. I bought a microphone that I was like, "This is gonna solve all our echo echo problems." Before I'd figured out like the echo stuff, because mm. these are what you call omni mics that like they're not like uh, they're not directional. They're not directional. Yeah, so I bought a directional mic, thinking that well, if I just point it at my face, it's not going to pick up anyone else around, mm. and it was just a terrible quality mic. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, this is uh, it doesn't to me make a lot of sense to buy a soundboard, no, <laughs> which no. is probably we, we've, got, be it, quite we've got it, we've got it, we've got it
3: sorted now. We've got a process, so yep. we don't really need a soundboard, and th- we sound all right. Yeah, it, the, uh, certainly
1: th- episodes like the Dungeons and Dragons episode uh, yeah, exposed yeah.
3: significant weaknesses in yeah. our setup. But that's a thing of like if. if I do still want to do more D and D episodes, and um, it just requires a lot of experimentation. Yeah, as, it'll be just like how we did it at at the the start of this podcast. Like if you listen to those first few episodes, we were I think the first episode we were all huddled around one mic. Oh yes, yeah. Or I think maybe it was or maybe true. two. Yeah. yeah, I think we had two mics, and we were like, yep. yeah, omni, omni mics. We'll just record the whole room, and yep. it sounded terrible. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll just figure stuff out as we as we go mm. with the uh, with the D and D's. Set up,
0: yeah. The um good. oh shit. The the other um hurdle that we had was hosting the thing. <clears <clears no, what? No, no, no. I mean hosting. No, what? Yeah, we still. If,
3: if anyone knows of a good host, <laughs> excuse me. Uh. <laughs> well, the
1: you know according uh, to this email from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, people have servers. I think and, he um, means. You know? okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so,
0: Screw uh, you, sir but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um and. For a while, uh, you know, we came across a whole bunch of things. There, there are options. If you're more like computer, internet savvy, you could probably have your own server and distribute it that way. Mm. Um, But you really need to know what you're doing there. Um, Podbean (laughs) was also another thing that happened. They have um, you can host up to like 200 megabytes worth of podcasts until they start charging you. So that 200 megs, something
3: like that. That's not much, which is three or four episodes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, so we did that for a little bit, um, but we found Libsyn was the way to go, and they they a lot of the... people use Libsyn. I think, mm. yeah, yeah, they they're actually pretty decent when you start reading up about them.
1: Yeah, they've also got their own inbuilt like advertising service, so that once mm. you hit a certain listenership, you can start advertising through them and make a little bit they, of money. They also but give we're you not even close no. to that.
3: <laughs> they also, I think they just give you a uh, your own like basically website. Because mm-hmm. we've got, like, for a while before we had the uh, the WordPress, we were directing people to that Libsyn website where it's, right. like, a list of our podcasts. But you, there was no way to, like, make that look good. Mm. It was just their standard list. Yeah, it's like an RSS feed. Yeah. Okay.
1: So um, to to answer some of these questions, are there any tools that you use that we should explore? I would say... Uh, Audition. Aud- audition. Audition. Yeah. Um, and, and Libsyn as, yeah. as a hosting service. It seems quite good. Hmm. Yeah. Um, um. Do you have any advice as we get started with the podcast? Try clapping. Yeah, try clapping. Clapping helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you could recommend one thing, what would it be? Clapping, again. <laughs> try clapping.
3: Clapping. You have no idea how much time clapping has saved in the editing. It's just amazing. The last the last podcast we did clapped at the beginning, clapped at the end. I set it up. I, I st- like... Got them in sync, and then seriously, the most time I spent was just trying to find an intro and outro. Mm.
0: And it still took a day to it, day. It still a day took a day. To, well, uh, it came out a day later. Oh yeah, it came out a day later.
3: <laughs> oh, that's a that's a that's because I need a uh, I need a a new um um USB drive. Oh yeah, because I put it on my USB drive, and then took it to work, and it was not on my my USB drive was dead. Oh so, no. Yeah, and I usually I usually back them up. Onto uh, cloud before, Mm -hmm. but I'd forgotten that night, and just I remember lying in bed, being like, "Oh, I forgot to do that," and then thinking, "Ah, it'll be fine." (laughs) (laughs) Oh well.
1: Yep. Um, So that's from Morgan. Uh, Any other advice you guys want to can think of?
3: I think expectations. Mm. Yeah, keep your expectations very low, real low, super low. Yeah, on the ground. Be happy with twenty listeners. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seriously.
0: I I was cool with. Uh, I'm I'm still cool with twenty year listeners. I yeah. I I like to just. I hope some of it's interesting to some people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> of what of what that's my hope. Well, uh, I always podcast.
3: don't don't like. Uh, don't people say that like uh, even even in like video games and and stuff? It's like the quality of the of the listeners or the players are more important than the quantity. Like if you got like if you can cultivate a cool little community. Mm. Which I think we've sort of It's done. happening. Like there's, there's slowly. Like we we've got regulars. Yeah, we, we definitely have like regular yeah. people that like uh message us and we, we message them back and stuff like Yeah. That's I think that's really awesome. Like I really think that's cool. Yep. Um It's pretty neat. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's good advice.
1: Um don't expect it to be a mega hit. Yeah. Um immediately or ever, really. Yeah. Like the. Well, what's
0: unfortunate is it's so saturated, like podcasts, is. and and doing one especially on especially video games. But yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, um, business. I mean, that's a. Uh, yeah. There are some out there that are are business focused. Mm. Um, but you know,
3: you guys are always talk about Planet Money. Oh, I love Planet Money. It's so good. Planet Money's good. Um, it's copy Planet Money. That's another startup <laughs> is another one. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I listen to. Uh. Yeah, I think just. Yeah, keep your expectations low. Yeah. it and chug away at it. Like,
3: I've I've listened to uh podcasts that are popular now and gone back and listened to their previous stuff and um they often talked about how low their listeners were. And I don't think they were talking about like low being like in the thousands. I think they were talking about in the like in the hundreds. Yeah. Or or less.
1: I mean I have a friend who was on two very successful podcasts. Yeah. Um but they they took years to get to that point yeah
3: it 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 is a it is a, it's a long game it it's is. a long long game and and he had every advantage as well yeah. um it's it is well i think we we also have the advantage that um there's part of exile, like people people come yep. because of that um whereas like i've you know being part of the australasian podcast Network
1: and on Twitter.
3: Um, I've, I've I've seen like I've I've seen like some of their numbers and I'm like oh man we 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 did start off with a bit of an advantage, yeah yeah. You know. um,
1: so that's a that's the question I haven't been answering for months. Um, we got another one. This is from how much time have we got, Blake? We got plenty of time. Okay. Um, this is from Rune. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> hey, Nick is also doing a great job hosting end of email No, Um, (laughs) uh, good at asking questions to keep conversation flowing Um, and then he said that'd be so awesome if you managed to do more D&D stuff I really enjoyed it Steve making a return in the Museum of Magic episodes was great such a great character he is shout out to Steve Um, speaking of Steve the thorn in the sun campaign was also an amazing listen especially the part where you convinced the guards that you were tourists there to see fine gardening of the city Um, the fine gardening of the city these reading skills are not good. Uh, mad props to Rory for that campaign. Uh, and he says he, he is on Team Blake. Hashtag Team Blake. Um, that is cold pizza in space. That being said. Cold pizza every- in
2: space. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, if, if pizza is just floating in the void of yeah, space. it's going to be cold. It's going to be as cold as you can gonna possibly get. Not going to taste mm. good. It's going to taste like metal. Probably hurt I, I, you.
2: I
0: thought, they, um, I thought you have that thing where when there's sun. Isn't it really hot? because it's not going to shield the sun. Oh, uh, if you're like on you're on the moon, right? Yeah, yeah there but, are huge fluctuations in temperature.
3: Yeah, no, you're right, but I think in the void of empty space,
0: yeah, you're just cold.
3: Yeah. yeah pretty and, much. Yeah. Cuz I guess like we we're, clo- Even we're the still sun on you, huh? I guess I guess in in on the moon, we're still close enough. It's still close enough to the sun to get sunburn. Well, actually now that I think about it, it's it's hard to tell. Um
1: because there's also this thing in space. It's really one of the things about space stations is that's most difficult to maintain is temperature you have to- you have to actually cool it down yeah because um no atmosphere he, well yeah heat heat requires a medium to really try to yeah. like be conductive through through materials, and so it's completely i mean, you think about a thermos it uses a vacuum to keep your beverage mm. warm there's your the the space station's in a vacuum, yeah, so it just gets warmer the and heat
3: warmer. just. From what I, I remember, people talking for some reason, I saw some thread on the internet about people saying, "Oh, we should set up like servers, cloud servers on the moon because it'll be so cold. You just uh, keep those servers cold." And then someone on the po- dark side of the moon, yeah. And then someone pointed out, like, "Well, in a vacuum, the heat just has nowhere to go, so it'll just yeah. hover around the, oh, cool. the, the, the the servers. It'll just stay it'll around stay there. Them. It won't disperse anywhere. That's right. So you, you need, need some a big of that fan. So you still need giant fans to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> heat
1: sinks that went into like the The ground, and then maybe you know pipes that stick out. Yeah. You know, you just have to really increase the surface area, I suppose. Yeah. But maybe,
3: maybe that even wouldn't work. I don't know. I'm not a physicist. I'm a game designer. If you had cold water just (laughs) circulating, just as a drink, and being yeah, just Just have a sip of cold water. water? I'm just real thirsty. (laughs)
1: Um. Anyway, to finish this email. That being said, ever since I heard you guys talking about panini pressing pizza, I've been wanting to try that out. Dinosaurs are cool and all, but they ain't beating space in my book. Have a great weekend. Uh, I agreed. Dinosaurs suck. Space rules. Wow. Yep. That's what if I got. You're...
3: Space rules. Dinosaurs drool. <laughs> what?
1: But also hot pizza for life. Talking about hot pizza, we went to uh, – we, we had a little podcast meetup last weekend at uh, Toto's Pizza where they do meter-long pizza delicious. If you live in Auckland, check out Toto's. Shout out to Toto's. Toto's on Twitter.
3: Thanks for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> it's It was delicious, and we had one guy turn up. That was pretty neat. Yeah, seemed nice. That was great. Uh, but he had never heard of our podcast. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was just there because I think he wanted to Get into podcasting? Just wanted to hear about podcasting. I don't know.
0: What was weird was he he ate beforehand too, so he didn't even have, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even so he didn't even have some pizza.
1: Oh boy, uh, yeah, cool, cool. I'm out of things.
0: You yeah. guys got anything? Wouldn't it suck if that guy was like, oh, I heard of their podcast, and then we just rag on? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah, he's like a big fan now. And he listens, and then yeah,
0: yeah, one episode, the next <laughs> the episode was like, well, man, that guy sucks. No,
1: uh, that guy was <laughs> nice though. If World you're out still. there, I've forgotten your name, but you were nice. You were, anybody? I'm nodding.
3: <laughs> yes. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, well, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, probably.
0: Oh, E three's happening. I think. Is it within w- between this podcast and the next? I think in May. I th-
1: no, no I early think it's June.
3: In, it's in June. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're at the tail end of May right now. No, we're
3: not. No, we're not. We're in, Aren't we? We're in the early May. This is like May twelfth. Next week. Oh is, my goodness. Next next week is mid May. Oh, okay. What are you doing, Severn? I feel like. We oh my! Get left together,
0: man. Oh my goodness!
1: Well, that's I, funny.
3: You have the opposite effect uh, problem as me because I'm like, oh man, I can't believe it's already this this time of year. Yeah, oh, man. Okay. I still feel like it's February. I'm still huh. eating
1: Easter chocolate. Oh my So God. I, that's
3: my life.
0: I, I thought, man, I was excited for E3 too. I still yep. am. <laughs> now I'm What are we? Wait.
3: Early E3 predictions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's going to be video games there. Video games. Do you think they'll? Uh, do you think it'll be? like bigger because like last time they let in all the public and god really like that place not. Was are they not, doing that this year I, I don't know yeah i'm not sure um because that I, was the big thing last year was that like there were too many people there were so many people it was it was
1: insane i've been to that was my three and yeah. that was uh i don't want to say miserable because i still had fun yeah but it was just and i you know i was we were working i was working it was it was just very crowded uh, and I, I'm glad I was working and not like that I didn't pay money yeah. to go. You didn't want to
3: stand in line for five hours to play No, absolutely something. not. That was that would be miserable. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. Cool. Well, you know what? We like hearing from you guys, so why don't you email us frencyquestions at gmail.com. If you have any questions, we sometimes answer them. Like today. Yep. Uh you can also tweet at us at frencycast. Facebook.com slash frencycast is our Facebook page. Uh you can send us a message. We often reply on there. Frontseatgamer.wordpress.com is our WordPress site. Sometimes we get comments on there, and sometimes we reply. YouTube.com/slash/frontseatcast. That is probably where most people listen to this podcast. So if you're listening to us on YouTube, not, leave a comment.
3: It isn't. It's, it's not. not. <laughs> Never mind. I'm. I'm wrong. Uh, less than a quarter of the people. Less than
1: a quarter. <laughs> Nobody listens to us on YouTube. If you're on if you're listening to us on YouTube right demand. now. high demand. I remember
3: when we know. that's another thing. Uh, I remember when we were when we first started, people kept coming out to me being like you got to you on YouTube, get on YouTube. I listen to all my podcasts on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then the YouTube numbers are nowhere near what like the... <laughs> We've
1: got how many subscribers? 100 and
3: Oh no, that something? I mean that's that's all. I I love seeing it grow, but yeah. it's just like I was the way people were Pump hyped it up for me i was like oh this is gonna be a big thing <laughs> um my wife carrie was uh she's
1: listening to podcasts at the moment and, yeah uh she found us on some podcast app she uses oh and wow had, like eight subscribers or something and i was oh, like what's the podcast are you app? one of them she's like
3: nope what's the app uh it must find be a out. separate app because
0: yeah because on podcast Addict we got like 500 yeah and i think oh, wow. i think
3: that's plugged into itunes Okay. I think that gets it stuff That's from neat. iTunes. Yeah. All right. All
1: right. I'll find out. Um. Anyway, you should rate us on iTunes. And do we even have a rating yet? Has it shown up? No. There's a minimum number of. We've of, got of one like,
3: review from your buddy. Yep. <laughs> shout out! Shout out, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should just make a bunch of fake accounts. And don't like, do that, please. Number don't one do that. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. We want to hear
1: from real people on 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 iTunes. So if mm-hmm. you if you're enjoying the podcast. Give us a rating. We would love to actually get a rating. Yeah, that would be That great. would be amazing. Uh, and tell your friends about us. Uh, and we we're a part of the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. That's hashtag AGP on and Twitter. Facebook.com slash groups slash AGP network slash co? That's just appeared on here. What? I think, really? I think maybe something goofing ha- happened slash on this. Co. I don't know. Um, I don't think that's it. Go Find it. If you can find it on Facebook, tell us what it is. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Mother's Day. Your your kids talking about drugs. <laughs> Mother's Day special. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. It's called Do not close this email! You are now cursed! Bloody Mary is coming for you! You have to send this email or else you will die! The moment you opened this email, you were marked with a deadly curse that can only be broken if you send this email! Bloody Mary is now hunting you and will not rest until you're dead! This is no joke! I repeat, no joke! If you don't send this, she will enter your house. Out, take out your eyes with fork and eat your face. Then she will rip out your spleen and hang you by your intestines. Intestines. Oh, actually, it's intestines. Uh. For all your neighbors to see, don't believe me? Jared, surname removed, didn't send this to anyone. Biggest mistake of his life. He doesn't have a life now because he is dead. And he, he also doesn't have a face. His neighbors were very upset! Tanya, surname removed, only sent the email to her best friend. When she woke up, her face was gone! <laughs> Boy, were her neighbors surprised. Why are the name is constantly <laughs> Mongo, surname removed, sent this email to his entire school, and now he is the class president! His neighbors were so proud, and his Einstein teams were perfectly intact! <laughs> If you don't want to end up like Jared or Tanya, then you do need to email everyone if you send this to no one. Kiss goodbye to your face. Oh wait, you can't because your lips are gone and you're dead. You're dead. One to six people, get ready for a world of pain because it turns out having no face stings, but you're alive. Seven to twelve people, your dog or cat's face is gone. Sorry, bub, but you should have emailed more people than pets. Thirteen to twenty-seven people or more. Watch out, world!
3: Here comes the next
1: Mr. President or King or Queen. End of email.
3: <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Thank
3: you. Your mic wasn't recording. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off.
2: <all. laughs> yeah, it wasn't, but
3: That's these fun. ones were. Seriously. Yeah. <sighs>